Yes, sir. All right, back again at Impact Podcast. You got your homeboy right here, Coach A. Chef Jimbo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate everybody tuning in today. Part two of Peace and Harmony. So today we want to go into a little bit more in depth on on how, you know, being stressed out, how it affects your life and the importance of always bringing your life back to peace and, and harmony in that state where you are happy again, you are calm again. And so I felt like last time I, I spoke a little bit, you know, I spoke about it, but I missed some huge points that I really want to drive today, you know. So I got my homeboy, my brother in the building, Chef Jimbo. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Happy to be back. How everybody doing? And Pat, we back, man. We back. Exactly. <laughs> We're supposed to be meeting. We're just going to have to meet like this. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody is, you know, they be busy and whatnot. So we're just going to have to meet like this and just put it out. We're going to take this message to the world, man. Teach people how to have an impact for sure. So today, go ahead. Not much. I'm over here trying to share the post right now. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, I ain't trying to get used to, you know, doing both things at the same time. So anyhow, Jimbo, how was your day, man? Oh, man. My day was absolutely amazing. Uh, it was a great day at work. Good laughter. Went went shopping. I'm preparing for some things this weekend. Hey man, it's only gonna get better and better. <laughs> you are, <laughs> How about you? <laughs> you? Hey, you always got something going on, man. For real, hey, Chef Jimbo. Hey, uh, if you're listening, definitely if you need a chef, Jimbo, tell them what you do, man. You got some stuff. You you like? Don't you set up like little intimate uh, meals and stuff to the house, man? All right, everybody. If 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 you if you are interested, just know uh, Chef Jimbo. I do some of everything. Uh, I do intimate intimate couple dinners. I do caterings. Um, I do meal prep. Just hit me up. Let me know. And uh, I get this. I get the question. Uh, everybody always asks me, oh, what's your favorite dish? What's your favorite cuisine? My favorite dish, and my favorite cuisine is whatever you want, because <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> Don't count me out. I can make a lot of stuff. Just, you know, just hey, just sit back, relax. Let me do all the cooking. And, you know, your taste buds going and your belly going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So if you're trying to if you want to impress your significant other with a nice, quiet, calm, romantic dinner, Jimbo is definitely chef. Jimbo is definitely the chef for that. He's done some some practice on with us. And and he's I call him no offense, but I call him the bougie chef. because <laughs> Everything he does is like so perfect. Um, it's almost like artwork. You don't even want to eat it. No, but that I, I was talking to uh, talking to my cousin a couple of weeks back, and um, I actually showed him some of the processes that I go through when I come up with a dish, and I showed him like how I picture and I draw every plate to see how I want the plate presentation to be, and the thought process that I go through with the with the um, flavor um, compounds and the so that everything can taste good. You got different flavor notes going on. And he just, he was like, well, I didn't know that goes. He just said, I, I didn't know that much going to it, but really you actually draw the picture first. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. sir. every well, chance I get. Yep. 
yeah so so since we on that subject where you how'd you get into cooking man how do i get into i i would say it first started with uh my, my grandma uh everybody know elder motley uh yeah. i used to live with her and <laughs> every morning I, I, I tell you you will wake up smelling bacon grits biscuits whatever and her singing hymns hymns <laughs> to the lord <laughs> and um and then from there i fell in love with uh chef alton brown he he you know the food science chef and and then i got into co uh, food competitions in high, high school um my first year at, at, at cooking you know, I did really well for myself. Third place regional, third place local, third place in the state. Wow. My first year ever cooking, and um, went to college, Johnson Wells University, and that, that's I just fell in love. It all starts with my great grandmother. So you, so I got some inside information on you. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm about to say, just go ahead and put it all on the yeah, table. Now. I'm going to put it on the table right now. So I heard from a little birdie that told another little birdie that told a squirrel that told another little birdie that you was thinking about possibly uh, transitioning from milk products. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say or is that. It a thought. No, 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 no. I just Clear was recognizing of how good uh, actual non-milk products were. Uh -huh. Oat milk products, uh, coconut milk products. They're very, they're they're amazing. I, I do. I had a vegan cupcake today, and it blew my mind. Oh, you late, man? You late? It blew my. Well, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, my wife is yeah, strict. Oh boy, that's all in your house, boy. <laughs> She put me on. She put me on a coconut sugar and all this stuff. I'm like, listen, all I know is butter and sugar <laughs> and brown sugar. Exactly. So it's funny because um, we talked about uh, our topic today is about stress, you know. And so uh, stress is like I, I, I was reading. And so I found out from an article that, you know, 75% of the diseases and stuff that our body has can be traced back to stress, right? And I know we've all heard this before, like stress is the number one killer and stuff like that. And so it, it got me thinking, I wonder, you know, there, there has to be some techniques that we can teach people on dealing with stress. You know, we have to be our first, you know, we have to be our first defense when it comes to dealing with stress. A lot of people go to the doctor, you know, and the doctor prescribe things for, you know, different type of ailments and stuff like that. But a lot of these ailments, such as diabetes, hypertension, you know, uh, depression, of course, you know, heartburn, headaches, muscle tension, all these, any type of gut problems, all these things can be related directly to stress as well. Sleeping problems, you know, high anxiety and all these things, even low sex drive. So people, I don't think people realize that even right on up to, to you know, having heart attacks and even cancer. And so that's the importance of us being our first defense when it comes to sickness and diseases. You know, and of course, food. Mm -hmm. is the next thing you know 
you know how food is because that's what that's those are the chemicals and stuff that we're ingesting in our in our body chemicals is a killer boy (laughs) chemicals is a killer yeah so so when and knowing that and that's another discussion because me and my wife got into it about healthy healthy eating right and i told her i actually told her i was like i don't believe that there's no such thing as healthy eating because it's different from person to person but mm-hmm. anyhow we that's another topic for another food, day uh, man, food man versus science uh-huh we're gonna actually we're gonna get everybody together for that so anyhow you know understanding how how stress affects the body right so you know further research and you may have heard of heard this before you know chronic excess stress right mm-hmm. and so what that is is like the body because of the different you know stresses that we are going through from our mind because all the stress starts in our mind our perspective how we view the situation right and so once we have that perception it starts to you know seek into our hearts and and and, and then our body reacts to that and so what i was think what i was learning is that when your body's under stress, it uses what's called the fight or flight. Mm-hmm. The fight or flight. Um, what is it called? Fight or flight. It um, called the fight or flight method or the fight or flight something. But yeah. you know, but this is a state. It's a state that the body goes in when it's under stress to to get you ready to either fight or leave, right? And so the problem is that because our minds our subconscious mind not our our regular mind our conscious mind understands and sees a lot of things but our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between real or fake imaginary or fake and so when you're projecting stress on the body the body responds to that it goes into that fight or flight and so what happens is you can be projecting because normally they say it was built you know of course it was built with us to protect the body Whenever something happened, you know, like if a, a, a animal comes or something happens real quickly, the body is created to be able to be ready real quick to defend itself, mm-hmm. you know, to either, you know, I got to take off or, you know, I got to fight. And so what happens is it takes all the energy from different places and it just focuses on those things, you know, and like your legs muscles and stuff like that because you might have to run or you know stuff stuff of that mm-hmm. and so and at the same time it creates adrenaline and so and it releases all kind of you know different hormones and stuff like that within the body and so what happens is in our day-to-day life since we're not facing you know stuff like things like that like animals and you know we don't have to fight every single day we still project the same type of stress based on different uh, situations. You know, like for instance, if you got into an argument with your girlfriend or your wife, or you got into an argument at job at your job, or you worrying about you know losing losing your house or having money for this or having money for that different situation that we go through kids you know dealing with the kids is the kids might be stressing you out so when you look at all these different scenarios that can go on in the human's life their body never calms back down it never calms down and so they're continually living in that fight or flight mode 
And so and so doctors have have shown that that's that that's a problem for the body because that's it, that what causes a lot of the diseases because the immune system is broken down. It's like a tension, like your body is is tense all the time mm-hmm. and you're not loose or nothing like that. Exactly. And so and that's hard for, you know, if you're trying to get over a sickness or stuff like that, if your body is using all the resources and this in that aspect, then it's going to be harder to get over these things. And so you become more susceptible, you know, to all those different things. So that's the problem with, you know, with stress, you know, with us going through it all the time. And I don't think people really realize just how mental the connection between our mind and our body. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know if it was you or someone else. Like they showed me an experiment somebody did on somebody where they had their real hand and a fake hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and they was playing with the real hand with a, a like a <laughs> like poking it or something. Yeah. Somebody and then was they went it. over. Yeah. And then they went over to the fake hand mm-hmm. and the person thought they were still. They, they, they said they still felt. Yeah. Like it, they was poking it even though it was on the fake hand. Yeah. But like, that's. That's how powerful the mind is. Yeah. That's how powerful the mind is. So, you know, in fact, we can't, there's no, there's no way we can experience anything without our mind because it's obviously it sends signals throughout the body to let you know what's going on. And so, you know, going through that constant state of stress, because people don't realize it, but these life is full of stress. You know, Mm -hmm. even if you think you're fine, you know, you have to have a way of bringing your body back to that calm and peaceful state, you know. So you deal with a lot of stress at your job. Uh, The the kitchen can be stressful. And and I I will say I met a lot of people like and how they say that they bring themselves back is that they drink or smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I do things like that. And a lot of. When I first got into cooking, they was like, oh, you're going to start drinking and smoking before you're done. And I still haven't. You know, I just found other ways to, you know, to, to get that stress out and and, you know, to, to get my mom, get my mind back. Right. You know, to calm down, you know, a cooling point. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of people that use that method, <laughs> methodology. Yeah. Drinking and smoking, but it just kind of covers the situation. You know, it just it it again it just blocks your your communication between the brain and the body, and so so that the body doesn't feel you know what it what it's supposed to be feeling, mm-hmm. and so that's the problem is that you know you're not necessarily getting rid of the stress you're just blocking the the communication and just covering up. It's like today's medicine. It's yeah. it's blocking. <laughs> it's, it's it's not doing anything for you, but it's like those little sensors in your body is like yeah. blocking it for like tw- eight, 12 hours and then yeah. it's gone. Yeah. Until you start smoking again, right? <laughs> or drinking again. And then, of course, the problem with those is that it creates habits. Yeah, exactly. It creates habits. And, you know, the problems with a drinking habit, you know, you drinking often and you know, you drunk and, you know, you run the risk of, you know, kidney failure, you know, not to mention drinking and driving, putting yourself in those 
tough situations. So, you know, I feel like alcoholism is, is huge in our country. You know what I'm saying? We have so many issues with that, you know, from car, constant car accidents and, you know, people getting arrested for DUIs and, you know, you lose your license. It caused a lot of problems. So it seems like it's not really worth the, you know, it's not really worth it to to use to turn to drinking, at least to me. I've never been, you know, I've drunk a little bit when I was in, you know, growing up. Actually, not even when I was growing up, like maybe like 10, 15 years ago, I used to drink, but I never drunk a lot. Only when we would go out, like on the weekends and stuff like that, I would have like two or three drinks just to, just because everybody else was. I didn't want to look like. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one with water. Uh, <laughs> hey, my, my people, t- my you know, Nick and I'm going to tell you, I'll be right there with a glass of cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how, shout out to Chris Norris. That's my brother. That's how he was, man. He would, he would, we would go out together all the time. And he, Chris was real adamant. He didn't drink nothing. You know, I'm out there, I'm trying to be cool, you know, vodka, cranberry, you know, extra cranberry because I like the taste. I don't know. <laughs> And Chris was like straight Sprite or water. That was it. <laughs> that was it. So, but I mean, obviously that causes problems, you know, and, and, and smoking the same way. Obviously smoking doesn't affect you like drinking. It doesn't, you know, uh, have the same effect. But however, it, you know, it does to some people, it creates habits. It creates a habit. You can become dependent on it. And so and I noticed what I've learned about habits is that they really stunt the creativity in some people. You know, they keep you in a constant, uh, comfortable state where you lose a drive to to go further and further beyond where you are, your current status. So right. Huh? You you are so right. Um, <laughs> I. You, I had Melissa on the other podcast, on the Family Talk podcast. Yeah. So, you know. Shout out her. to Family Talk podcast. That's our podcast on Saturdays at 9 a.m. So, we'll sharp. be there this Saturday, 9 a.m., second part of mental health. We'll be talking with the ladies. So, you definitely want to tune in there. You can catch us over there. So, what were you saying? Um, uh, I was talking to Mel- Melissa and myself. We were talking. Uh, couple months ago and we we used to work for the same company it's this big corporate company mm-hmm. and you know at with corporate companies you have zero creativity at, uh, under any circumstance uh-huh. period so it's followed our recipe played it our way <laughs> <laughs> so and we just were talking about when we left we kind of like got our um our creativity mm-hmm. back Cause yeah. we like, oh, let me try this, and then we'll play it a do different way or try different flavors. And was and we were talking, we was like, man, I'm not gonna name the company, but yeah, <laughs> but we allowed them to hold us back. You know, they kind of like suppressed us in a sense. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's why I say you you you're right, 110. <laughs> percent Like yeah. I lived that. But that's what it. But you know, and that's what it does. Anytime you get stuck in a type of habit. You know, and you don't break it, it stunts your creativity or your growth. And it just only thing it can produce is the same thing. So definitely, I, I don't think it's a good method. Um, I wouldn't, you know, but some people do. Some people smoke to, to relax. Some people again. like those habits. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. Especially that, especially now that it becomes legal in a lot of places. You can get the card. People use it to bring it back to stress. So what do you do to, to bring yourself back to normal? Say you get into an um, uh, argument at, or a stressful day at work. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? All right. How do I deal with a couple ways? Uh, one, you know, if I got somebody I can talk to that I trust, mm-hmm. talk to them, get it out, be done with it. Um, also, if I got it, listen, if I can get me a, a good 13, 20 minute ride home, jam out to some music. Put me on some, you know, Anita Baker, Frank and Beverly Mays. <laughs> that helps me a lot. <laughs> Fred Hammond, you know, pe- uh, people like that. Um, right now, that that's really all I do. I, you know, it, I got once I get back into some other things that I used to do, like, I, you know, uh, working out used to be my thing. You mm-hmm. know, we getting back into that. But right now, listening to music, just relaxing and talking to somebody who I trust and just getting it off my chest and mm-hmm. leave, leave it, leave it right there. So what happens when you go back to work and you got to deal with that person again? I still deal with them, but but I will say this before I go to work every day, I do say a little quick three, five minute prayer. And I, I constantly tell God, like, hey, God, I pray um, help me help myself so that my attitude is always right on point mm-hmm. towards people I like, people that I don't like, because you know how we are. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you know how we are, boy. We'll switch it up real quick. Exactly. If we don't like you, so you so you can go back and then is it like the incident never happened? The no, it's the, it, the incident. The incident happens and, and it happened, and but I choose not to allow that to dictate now. You know what I'm saying? That, that right. that's the past. That's old. Mm-hmm. We 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 walking forward. We moving forward. I, I haven't forgotten it, but I'm not going. You know, I'm not going to treat you bad. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm still going to show you respect. Exactly. So, which is important? You just said you're not going to go to the past, or you know, worry about that. Which is part of a technique. You know that you have to be present in the moment and realize that. You know, today, this very moment, this very second is different. What about you? How you handle stress? Uh, well, just like you said, most of the time I'm not going to carry it on. You know, if I get into an argument or somebody do me wrong or whatnot, I, I choose not to carry it. So I force myself to be to bring myself back to to the peace and harmony, mm-hmm. even even if. If I wonder, because the natural reaction is for revenge, yeah. you know, like, for instance, my wife and I can have a huge discussion, turn into an argument or whatnot. It happens, you know, back and forth. And so she could say some stuff that really make me mad, like really upset me inside. Like, you know, I can't believe she said that. And a lot of times I don't respond to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't respond to it. She might not even know, but I just keep it like. And so then after that, I just, you know, I let it go. And so then, you know, maybe like 15, 20 minutes later, sometimes like maybe we're getting ready to go to work or do something like that. And so now, now this is where the rubber beats the road. You know, are you going to, you going to give that kiss and be like, all right, babe, have a great day. (laughs) Or are you going to be like, boom, who just left? (laughs) I did. (laughs) 
We all been there, boy. Exactly. We so what I do is I make sure that I swallow my pride and I just take it back, take it back to the peace and that and harmony, because not only because I, I believe that that is the biggest killer of not just you know our body but relationships and friendships that's the biggest killer because people don't know how to bring their life their mind their body back to peace and harmony with that person you know that's the scripture in the bible say don't let the sun set on your anger yeah right so that means you ain't supposed to be mad at that person no more you have to bring it back. And so I believe if people know how to do that, they'll help themselves. So make the main thing the main thing. Exactly. So that's what I usually do. And so, Chef, I, I got so good at it where a lot of times a, a lot of times I don't even remember what the arguments. I don't even remember. Like sometimes my wife is like, remember, we was arguing about this or remember we had a disagreement about that. And I'd be like, I don't even remember. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know. See, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it happens so much because I don't, because I'd be trying to think. It don't be in that type of conversation. You know, it don't be in a negative conversation. You know, somebody else might be arguing or talking about something or, you know, and it just depends on what it is. But I don't, for some reason, I'm, I'm able to block out certain incidents, incidences, and they don't, I don't carry them. And I don't even remember them. And so that's what I do. I usually stay focused. And so it takes a lot of practice. You know, first of all, you have to have the desire to want to do that. Yeah. You have to have the desire within you to want to always be happy and to want to always be peaceful. If you don't have that desire, then there's no technique is really going to matter. So so I, I think another thing, too, like how do you have you ever been in a situation you play ball? Mm hmm. Because I know a lot of young people could. This just might help a lot of young people. Because, mm -hmm. you know, on the court, things get things get a little heated sometimes. Have you ever been in a situation where you kind of took the higher road when it could have easily went south? Yeah. If you would have made it a made made it a big deal like the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I've had I've, I've had now for the most part, I'm able to, you know, like I said, just walk away from it, recognize that. You know, it's going to cause a bigger problem because I'm I'm a big picture guy. Right. And so I know that if something happens right now, it's going to spoil it for everybody. Nobody else going to be able to play. They're going to have to call the police or break it up and we're going to be able to keep going. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So with me being a big picture guy, I'm able to walk away from that. However, there are certain people that have just been very irritating to me you know yeah. one person in particular <laughs> only the closest people know because they seen me in that situation where i just you know went off so but i mean i didn't go off but i you know hit hit him in the face with the ball and you know i was ready like whatever you know what i'm saying <laughs> it was because but it was a lot of things that led up to that and so when you in the problem is when you in the course of a game, if you you're not if, if things are happening over and over and over, you don't have that ability to bring to align yourself again, to come back to a peaceful state. 
You see what I'm saying? Unless it's automatically, it, ha- automatically. it has to be you automatically. See, right now it's harder. I'm not like that. But before I was in the process of getting there. And so I was able to, you know, he just caught me in between. But now it's so built into me that I'm thinking two or three steps ahead. I can recognize it before it even happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I can recognize it. The way they're acting, the way they, you know, if I go down the lane, if they're pushing a little more and doing stuff like that. So now it makes me get physical back. But, you know, the biggest problem is we're going to say something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't say something, you let somebody else talk and do a couple things and you just killing them on the court, then, you know, keep doing it. yeah, then a lot of times it won't. But if you got to press up and, you know, now, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, and do stuff like that and, Throw the ball on them after you then cross them up, you know, mm-hmm. step over them like Allen Iverson. <laughs> Whisper something in their ear while you walk by. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, an incident happened on, was on the basketball. We was at GT Bray playing. It was me and um, a lot of my friends playing. And uh, there was a couple guys out there and we was balling back and forth. And so the guy, I don't know what happened. I think I went to the whole hard or something and I bumped him hard or something. And he got upset and he like flicked his hand and like hit me in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Right. And so everybody immediately jumped in because they thought it was about to be a fight. And I'm thinking, like, no, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to let it go because it's going to spoil the whole day. So I did. You know, I just I just let it go. And we was able to keep playing. And so that was the one time that I was able to. You know, that's actually the one time I ever had to, you know, where I just walked away from that situation because it was going to get worse but you know he was there with his friend and you know they end up getting beat up by some other guys anyways <laughs> yeah i don't know what happened man it was, it was some, some other friends of mine you know but i have a lot of people that that understand you know just me and how i am and they just you know they just kind of step in you know, I always have people that step in to either break it up or they want to, you know what I'm saying, fight in my place and stuff like that. So shout out to all my brothers. It's like that. But anyhow, understanding it's important because it is, you know, stress is, you know, 75 percent of our diseases. It can be t- to tied into that. Who wants if, if you have if I told you that if you could trace all your ailments to you know at least 75 percent of your problems to you know drinking you know uh green kool-aid or something who wouldn't avoid that you know what i'm saying a fool (laughs) a fool (laughs) who wouldn't exactly but so a lot of people i believe first of all they don't understand the connection between their mind and their body people are just too busy living so they don't they don't understand that once you understand that that's just half of it understanding getting information is half of it now you have to commit it to your subconscious which is the habit portion right Mm -hmm. you're cooking right they give you this recipe you have to keep looking at the recipe right unless you have that photographic memory which if you have a long, extensive recipe, is brand new. You've never done it before. Yeah. You have to keep looking at it. But then once you get it, once you get the recipe, 
right? You got it. You got it. You don't have to keep looking in there. It's locked in there. Exactly. And, and so I, that's the same thing with these techniques that we're going to go through that, you know, you know, one of the things you talked about is not allowing, not remembering the past and just focusing on the future. Is one thing to know it, to understand it, but it has to get into the inner portion of you what the Bible calls the the uh, inner man. Yes. Right. It's the same thing as the subconscious, you know, the scientists or the, the philosophers, whoever they call it, our subconscious mind, you know. It's the inner man that's inside of us. The, you know, we also know it as the heart, our heart. That's where all our, that's where we live at 90% of the time. So we have to get it in there. Once you get in there, it becomes a habit. And I feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong because there's a strategic, there's a specific method on getting stuff into your subconscious. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's, it's not you read something one time. And then it's there. That repeat method. Exactly. So, of course, depending on what it is, because you can read something and it has a huge impact on you, yeah. right? Your emotions is what help. So some of the techniques that people do, like you mentioned it too, is prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned, you said you say a little prayer in the morning to make sure you have a good day. That's a great technique too. I feel like one of the best techniques that we should use that a lot of people probably don't and they used in the middle eastern over in the middle east meditation exactly i remember the first time this man brought up meditation to me and i'm like i'm like whoa like this dude he on some crazy <laughs> stuff <laughs> and then and then uh you know he started breaking it down and i'm like well you know uh i believe it, is it psalms or samuels when uh when, it's in the Bible. When David said that uh, he meditated on the word of God day and night. Day and night. And 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 he was like, It's in the Bible. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he's right. It is in the <laughs> it's in the Bible, man. And so these are the things that can literally protect us and save us, but people don't understand the connection between our mind and our body. You know, our mind and our body. And so meditation is a technique because you know you have to again it's something that you have to learn and you know like we mentioned before if you don't have the desire right if you don't have the desire to be better or to constantly be happy or constantly be in a peaceful state then it doesn't matter what technique mm -hmm. because you're just gonna do you as they say yeah. if you run around here waiting with a chip on your shoulder waiting for somebody to mess your order up you know what i'm saying you you run around here being the thug it's killing this it's killing you right mm -hmm. run around here acting like a thug run around here you over 50 right and you juggling all these different women and stuff like that that's too that's stressful too yeah yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> you know, I remember when I was out there, it's stressful trying to, you know, check and make sure you don't get caught or nobody call you or, you know, you don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't see how people do it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, one is enough for me, boy. <laughs> Bruh, they don't stop, man. I have so many, I have so many um, women come into my office, right? These is older women's. I'm talking they they over 50. Over 50. Still and they pimping. 
some of them 60 and they telling me and they like Adrian I don't know what's wrong with these guys like how you over 60 and you still trying to talk to multiple women I'm like they're like I'm like sit down somewhere for real (laughs) exactly but on on top of what you said I want to share something real quick yeah of course Um, it's this it's this man of God that I I, I follow. I, I read his book as well on the, on the Lord's feast days. Uh, David Wilbur. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to one. Of, he was giving a testimony. David Wilbur. Wilbur, yes. Not Paul Wilbur. <laughs> David Wilbur. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and he he was um, talking about the scripture where it says, uh, med- "I mean, um, I renew your heart daily." Yes. And he said he had a moment. When he was going through some stressful times in his life and he said the Holy Spirit, God spoke to him um, during his quiet time, his prayer time. And he he said he kind of simplified that scripture to him. And mm-hmm. he said, God say, yes, my word says um, renew your heart daily. But he said you can also look at it like renewing your heart through every moment throughout the day. Yeah. And he said that kind of like revolutionize his life at that point because then throughout life and i started to apply that to my life Mm -hmm. he said throughout life i started to go through this is a moment in this day that i need to refocus myself get myself back together that's when i started praying like through multiple times of the day yeah that's like and and so like i got i had i got i had i have two jobs so before each job i will all right deep breath Say my little prayer, mm-hmm. get my mind right. Even if I lose an extra 10, 15 minutes on the clock before I clock in, I do that. And and but that to me that rev- that that changed the way I looked at it as well. Like, oh, I never thought about looking at it like moments. All right, th- let me focus on this moment. Forget about everything else. Let me get through this moment so I can get to the next moment. Exactly. So, That's awesome, man. And so again. You, it, it, you wanted that peace. You wanted the peace. You you wanted you wanted to, you know, be obviously you wanted to be mentally healthier. You wanted to always be peaceful. Mm-hmm. So again, since you have the desire to do that, then you you was open to that information. Yeah. You know, definitely, and that's what you know. I, I feel like a lot of people are just not open because they don't either they don't believe it or they don't understand it. You know that it can help them, and so you know, you know, you know. I wish we could have got Brother Lenoris on here. I bet you, oh, he, yeah. a lot when it comes to stress and stuff, because exercising is another technique. You know, exercising helps you know bring peace and and harmony back to your life as well. Because when the body is you know healthy, it's it's more energized and it's calm. And so that's also another technique. Yeah, I can talk to him. I, I can get him on here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'll be good. So, but that, you know, and that also helps when it comes to that. And so you talked about renewing your mind every moment, which is huge. Because, again, when you, well, he said renewing your heart. Your heart. But he, he was, I, to, to me, I'm, I'm a firm believer that your heart and your mind connect. Your heart and your mind is connected. Yes. Yes. So, but they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing, no. No. And so it's very important that your heart has to do with your habits. Mm-hmm. 
your mind, you can see something and do something one time based on your mind, right? You can see something, you can read the instructions and bam, you can put it together. And then the next day you'll forget about it until you read those instructions again. Okay. But once it gets into your heart, right? Once it gets into your heart, it becomes you. In fact, studies show that we are we live 90% of ourselves out of our heart. Out of our heart, not our mind. Oh yeah, cuz your, your your heart is your is who you are. Yes, your habits, all those things. And so and that's where your actions come from. Exactly. Like whenever you see that water bottle, right? It's you already have the habit of drinking it. You know that it's for drinking. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I'm saying? It's inside your heart now. You understand that? Just like opening the door. Whenever you see a doorknob, you nobody has to tell you that you need to turn it to open it. You don't even know when you learned it. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? You don't even know when you learned it, but it's just placed inside of us that whenever we see a doorknob or a door, that means there's it opens and there's something on the other side. So we have to get to that point. And so it's the same thing when it comes to um, renewing our heart is that the way you get through your heart. Right. And there's a there's a way you can get stuff in there a lot faster because just, you know, reading something one time or stuff like that takes a while. Mm -hmm. The one thing that gets your that gets your heart to respond is using your emotions using your emotions gets in there a lot quicker just think the biggest things the things that has the biggest impression on us are those things that that are that our emotions got involved right a big fight broke out something bad happened and we got angry at that situation that anger put an impression on your heart now, when you see that guy or you see something that's similar to that, it's going to remind you and you almost going to feel like, like, you know, that dude, that's that dude that did something wrong or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you get in. That's how it gets in there. The things that don't, that we don't um, use that, that our emotions is not tied to, it won't ha- it doesn't have as big an effect on us. We don't remember it. We don't keep it. You know, we might remember it in our conscious mind, but chances are as soon as we leave, a couple of days, it's gone. It's just like them songs that you heard when you was a kid that had an impression. And then you hear it when you're 40. Yes. And you still remember every word. Exactly. Exactly. Because you was in a particular state. Maybe you was going through something or just so much joy and stuff like that. That's why people, that's how why people, when they hear bad news, you know, like people dying or stuff like that, they remember what they was doing. They remember what song they was listening to or what was going on that day because it left a impression on it in their heart. And so that's the trick when it comes to this is that you want to leave an impression in your heart. You, you want to clear that out and leave that peace. And so some of the techniques that we, that we mentioned Right. You already talked. You already mentioned one is prayer. Prayer is a, you know, it's a peaceful state. We in the, 
you know, right now we're on the back patio. You know, we got the trees and the stuff and the and the trees and the stuff. <laughs> the trees and the, the grass and stuff. It's a preserve back here. Every once in a while you get the, the rabbits and stuff come out. So being able to live in that particular moment is important as well. Right. Yes. If you live in that particular moment, you can enjoy the scenery. You can enjoy what's going on versus, you know, thinking about what's going to happen in the future or remembering what happened in the past. So that's part of the technique is you want to always learn how to be present and own up to the moment, be the owner of your moment. So that that way you're always controlling your thoughts to be focused on what's going on right now. Like we sitting here talking. And so that's what we're we're thinking about being, you know, our communication and stuff like that. We're not worried about, you know, what happened at work or what's going to happen in the future. Right. You agree with that, homie? I do. Exactly. I'm taking notes right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's taking notes. So learning to be present in the moment, right? Another technique, think about this, is breathing. Breathing. Oh, that works. Yeah, that's another thing that I feel like is underrated or people don't understand is that the importance of breathing, taking in that the oxygen, enough oxygen, not just, you know, regular breaths, but, you know, like, counting to like three or four when you breathe in it'll breathe out you know that's the that it relieves the body of stress as well so yeah that really works you tried it <laughs> i actually tried it on uh prof, prof. somebody made you mad no 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 we this was actually in church oh okay uh prophet bonita uh-huh. she made the case at the church yep she 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 gave a word one day and and um and she was led to like um pretty it's like kind of like a little breathing exercise <laughs> like yeah. it, it was random it was yeah. crazy and I'm like we breathing but I <laughs> but I actually did it and man it I felt so much better I yeah lot. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That it was random, like we breathing in church. Just so you know, you're always breathing in church. Well, you know, you know, <laughs> unless your church is underwater. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, but it's the technique. So, you know, and obviously, if you combine the techniques, you get, you know, the full effect, you get multiple effects. So you can combine your breathing with prayer or meditating, you know, meditating. Part of meditating is breathing a certain way mm-hmm. you know and it's also mind focus getting your mind to focus you know and i feel like there's different techniques when it comes to meditating you know i've read several different techniques some people try to tell you to clear your mind and you know some people tell you just relax and you have to be in the proper seated position and any of those things but each individual is different but one thing that's consistent with meditation on however your technique is, is that you have to have a focus. That's the key to meditation is focus and controlling your, you know, what you're thinking about. Not in the sense of controlling what comes in and out your mind, but just controlling 
the focus. It's like sometimes you could be, you know, trying to meditate and you can hear something. And sometimes you can just acknowledge that you heard something and then you just kind of let it pass through. So like I said, there's different techniques to meditate, but meditating, I feel like meditation um, here in the United States is, is low. I feel like we don't, we don't really utilize it as much as we should. No, we don't. So I feel like we feel like prayer is, is all that's necessary. And I, and I, I think too, we're always kind of like what you said uh, earlier, like we're always on a go in the mm -hmm. United States. We never take time to just enjoy the day, to enjoy a moment until, you know, something happened in his life where it, it makes us sit down or it makes us stop. Yeah. 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 And so because we're always on the go, we're always stressed out. Always stressed out. If you got one, like, just think about it. You're getting off one job, right? Mm -hmm. So instantly, you might not see it like this because you're it's a nat you're you're used to it, but you're you have to be at the other job at a certain time, mm -hmm. right? So you begin to think about now you're time conscious. So everything you're doing is so that you can make it to that job at the right time. That's stressing the body out. You don't realize that, but it is. It's putting because it's making an impression on your heart that I need to get here. And your heart is saying, well, you know, we don't have time. It looks like we're going to be running out. Or your mind is saying that, like, it looks like we're going to run out. It looks like we're not going to make it. And so when you do that, it leaves the impression that stuff is not going right or I got to be in a hurry or I got to make sure I get this stuff done. And so that's part of that that con chronic access stress mm -hmm. that we have in those situations. And so we're so used to it that we just operate in that and we don't realize that. And so when you're living in that stage, you got the adrenaline, you got all this stuff pumping into your system because of that. You do that for years and years and years and the body breaks down. So that's why it's important you know, if you're going from one job to another to do, like you said, you know, take that time to pray, you know, and try to meditate while you're going there, you know, or just focus and just focus on what you're doing, being in the moment. Don't think about, am I going to make it on time or I'm running behind time or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or what happened at the last job I left early, is the boss going to be mad or whatever? You know, you have to bring up self to that peace like you know what it's a nice car ride you know what i'm saying you can put some nice music in you know because you're gonna you're gonna the stress is gonna pick back up when you get to the job now we can't have you know life without stress you know it's in, it's almost impossible it's just how we deal with it yeah it's just how we deal with it so again talking again about meditating People don't, you know, you know, the Bible tells us to meditate on the word, right? Day and, night. Day, and night. Day and night. So to me, when it comes to meditating on the word, I don't meditate on the actual words. I meditate, I focus on the meaning, right? Because the words, you can commit words to memory and, you know, every 
you know, a lot of drunk people know the Bible. They, uh, you know, they all got the, you know, they know the scriptures. But the problem is, it's got to get into your heart. Yeah. Exactly. And so, meditating on the actual uh, meaning of the word. So, those are some of the techniques that I that I had really noted in helping people or that will help people deal with stress, right? Learning how to be present in the moment. If you're sitting in a peaceful state, you know, watching the trees or the birds or whatever you're doing, don't let your mind rush ahead thinking about what's going to happen at this place or rush back thinking about what's going to happen. You have now there's a time for that, right? We're not saying that you, because obviously you have to prepare and do whatever you have to do. We're not saying that. But you have to set aside time to forcibly bring yourself back to a peaceful and harmonized state. That's the whole point, is that you have to set aside time. Could be in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Could be at lunchtime. Could be at night when you get home. Definitely. But you should do it as often as as often as you can. As often as you can. So that's about it, Jimbo. You got anything else you want to say, man? Nah, man. I'm just looking forward to more of these. <laughs> you know, I like when we link up. Absolutely. So you gotta definitely now you you still said you you, you owe us a, a, a cook a, a dinner. I do? Yeah. I, you, I gotta repeat it. You want me to play the recording? Oh, who done? Us at the house. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, hold on, who is us? So I'm like, let's clarify that. Real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got y'all. We are gonna make it happen, man. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. Exactly. Oh, I hey. don't know, man. Cooking for your wife, boy. Woo. Uh, see, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> no, no. We we, I'm, we still gonna do it. It's it's just gonna. It's going to be an, another challenge, you know, because I'm going to have to get out of that cooking with cow's fat <laughs> and got to cook with coconut fat. <laughs> There's coconut fat? You know, didn't she say she had coconut butter? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she, no, she coconut said she butter had or goat, goat butter, butter, too. She got, I think she's been using goat butter. Oh, yeah, I'm about to try that. Yeah, and that's good. That works good, man. I mean, it tastes good. It melts like butter. I be I the way I do my test is I check and see if it um <laughs> if it melts like the regular thing. And so if who is to say that what we are used to is the regular thing? Well, what I'm used to, that's what I'm saying. If it, you know, I, I like regular butter. So if it has the same consistency as regular butter, then I can deal with it. But I just don't like it when the, the consistency is not the same. It don't melt like regular butter or, you know, be all hard and stuff. And this this message is to everybody who thinks margarine is butter. It is not. <laughs> What's the difference? What's the difference? Margarine is freaking half butter, half oil, half chemicals and all this <laughs> other foolishness. <laughs> I hate I hate when somebody, oh, yeah, I so, got butter. And then they bring me some country crop. Oh, so margarine, margarine is the stressed version of butter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stressed version. It's got all these different chemicals and stuff that's going on inside it. Of course. 
I didn't know that. I thought it was all the same to me. No, sir. So it melt the same. It don't melt the same. It don't? Put it in a pan and melt it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I, you, you ain't going to find none here. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I had to I had to do the experiment someplace else. So, well, he ain't finna touch her yeah. pants. He ain't yeah, playing. You, can, you can't come to my house and do no experiment. I, I only got Kerrygold butter. That's it. <laughs> grass fed uh, butter. So, man, who winning tonight, though? The Lakers and uh, no, Lakers play tonight, right? Yes, sir. Lakers, of course. What are you talking about? <laughs> Is this even a conversation? <laughs> Is this even a conversation? Yeah, the fill, the fill out. The fill out game is over with, right? Yeah, man. I don't know. They they should have won that first. I don't know what they, AD was tripping. I don't know. You watched any other games? Um, I watched yesterday. I watched the Hawks and the Knicks. That that boy Trey Young, the truth boy. That boy Trey is the truth boy. Yeah. I've been sleeping on him. Yeah, he's good. Man. He's good, man. He could ball. He was like, it's quiet in here. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they he, lost though. Yeah, I know, but he he the truth. Yeah. I, I've been sleeping on him. I'm gonna have to pay attention to him a whole lot more now. Yeah, yeah. He's just a little miniature. He's just like Steph Curry, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's that's pretty good. much that. That's all I've been watching. I I know the Clippers gonna lose, so I ain't no point of watching them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna do what they always do. They gonna choke. Of course, that's what Kawhi does. Uh, no playoff no. P. <laughs> Pandemic P. <laughs> Pandemic P. <laughs> oh look, look who's calling. Uh, Hello, what's up, babe? Hey, I was just calling to see if um, Jimmy is there. Yeah, we on we on live with you right now. Okay, did you want me to get him dinner? Uh, you want dinner, Jimmy? Sure, why not? He said yes. He's he ain't gonna All say right. no on live because that'd be rude. <laughs> All right, well, I'll um I'll go ahead and um just tell him to message me like he wants from Panera or Fresh Kitchen. I'm gonna get you um, a salad from Panera. Okay, thanks. Give okay, me a let, tell him to just text he, me what he wants from either or. He said, "Get him a salad from Panera." What kind? I don't even know what they got. <laughs> just getting the same kind he eat me. Jimmy eat anything. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 good. <laughs> you see, I ain't even had no choice. He's like, I'm going to get you a salad. Yeah, <laughs> volunteered, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even give me a choice. Like, I'm going to get you a salad. No, but I no, I'm just teasing. I that's because during the during the week I usually eat salads at night. And so I'm and then for dinner and then on the weekends I usually go ham. So yeah. So you yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so you don't say that on live. Say what? Huh? Ain't important. Ain't important, (laughs) bro. (laughs) Go for what you know. Yeah, hey. Go for what you know. Hey man, I ain't gonna lie. I'm about to get on these vegan cupcakes now, boy. Oh yeah, Those yeah. Things amazing. We they it used to be a vegan restaurant um, in St. Pete, Soul Food. Um, I think it's still there. Ray's. His name was Ray. I know it's another vegan spot there. Is it? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go check it out. Yeah, yeah. we gonna have to check it out. But there was a there was a um, we used to go to Ray's uh, vegan Soul Food, and he was off the chain, man. You know. Is off the chain, but I don't know what happened. I, you know, he ended up moving, and then you know we couldn't find him no more. Mm-hmm. I bet he's still cooking, but he's just in a different place. There's a couple of vegan places we used to go to in St. Pete as well. 
So, you know, we always, I mean, we don't, obviously we're not vegans, but, you know, from time to time we, you know, go up, eat a plant-based uh, meal or, you know, sweets. There's a few places in um, in Sarasota that got vegan bakeries. They, yeah, I, I've, I, follow, I follow somebody and they went to someplace in Sarasota. I'm yeah. about to go check it out. Yeah. And so we, right now we're talking about food because that helps. You know what stress too is eating. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> Tell me to change your life. Yeah, but you got to be careful because food is. You got to manage that. You got to manage that technique, or you'll find yourself big. But you know, if if you eating healthy and eating, well, I don't know. I, I seen I seen some fat vegans too. So <laughs> this man says vegan. some fat vegans. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I can't. I, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get my wife on. We're gonna have a discussion about healthy eating. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because I go off. Ain't no. Yeah, I told her I was like, I don't ain't no healthy eating. I don't believe it. <laughs> she's gonna go off. Yeah. You she know, did. she waiting for that opportunity. Man, she went off on me that whole morning. She was going off on. She's like, you know better than that. I don't believe that. You know, but the scientists, the, the boy, she was just everywhere. Uh-huh. I'm like, it depends on the individual. She was like, nope, it don't matter. I'm so, going to let her talk to uh, Chad Ochocinco. Cinco. <laughs> 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 <I see> what... <laughs> talk to Chad. Because you know his thing is. What? Like, his thing, he believes in eating unhealthy because it, it your body has to, has to fight. You know what I'm saying? Because if you eat healthy all the time and then when something um, bad gets into your system, his mentality is like you have nothing to fight that. Oh, yeah. But if you yeah. eat bad, you got something to fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I get his point, but I'm like. Uh, but see, that's the thing. What is bad eating? He, he eat McDonald's a lot. You know, processed meat, maybe fake meat. See, but that ain't. But So you think that's unhealthy? We're going to get into this discussion. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have another conversation about this. But, yeah, fake meat, of course. Because I don't think it's unhealthy for everybody. Some people's body reacts different. Some people can eat it and get the everything that they need. Some people can't and they get swollen. But it's nothing or, there. There's nothing there. There's something there. There's yeah, something soy. There. <laughs> it's something many many right like it might not have the all the vitamins or minerals but no well they have vitamins and things in it but they're all water soluble vitamins because mm-hmm. they're man-made so you just gonna excrete those mm-hmm. and boom boom bam it's gone but you can get some energy you can drop by mcdonald's and then you have some energy later on like uh carbohydrates yeah you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> Your body gonna take them carbs and turn it into sugar and energy. Yeah, see, so, so that's the that's that discussion that we're gonna have to have. My wife gonna be on. She gonna she gonna get on me about that. Boy. Yeah, I'm finna I'm finna tell her I'm going on a, a Burger King diet. Oh man, she gonna kick it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. She gonna go off over. Me. Yeah, I'm gonna. You hear that, babe? I'm doing an all Burger King diet, just so you know. That's right. Morning, breakfast, dinner. Matter of fact, I'm gonna call my wife now. If you're listening, bring me back some Burger King right now. 
rodeo burger <laughs> <laughs> with the onion rings. <laughs> she will bring me back a Burger King salad. So, all right, man. Well, that is definitely it. Let's wrap it up for Impact. Appreciate you swinging through, Chef Jimbo. Hey, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Yes, sir. We out of here. We want to make sure that you are having an impact in your life, in your family's life, in your career, in your relationship. That's the goal for all of us. And then for, in order for you to be successful, it starts with having an impact. Before you can make an impact, you got to have an impact. All right. So we out of here. Later. <laughs>